at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest, uh, who is a South African musician, poet, dancer, and uh, very talented, but also speaks of the things that we are facing. She, she takes um, a big notice you know, of uh, the social ills that are happening in our society. Her name is Mandisa Mbangin. She's released her uh, latest uh, album. She's recorded an album, and it's called I'm Back. Mandisa, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Patricia. Good evening to the listeners. To my friends, I say Jovijo. <laughs> Jovijo. All right, I didn't expect that one from you. Um, Mandisa, um, let's talk about this song before we get to know you a bit better. But let's talk about the song that we've just played, the GBV. I mean, it speaks so much volume, but um, for A-teamers, what inspired it? Hey, it's a pain, the sun that went deep, the depth of sun that went, that went inside me is the one that inspired me. I think you remember that incident whereby there was that little girl, albino girl, who was killed in Limpopo, who was, who was actually kidnapped with the younger brother. So since I had that pain that day, I composed that song to say, and the gender-based violence has not stopped in South Africa. What do you feel is the role of music, especially traditional South African music, uh, poetry and the arts, in uh, talking to our social ills and addressing them? As poets, you know that we pass the message. It's not just a feeling of how you feel about something. We pass the message to say it's enough. And it's not that we like what is happening to us as women and children. And also, it's not only women. Gender-based violence also refers to the one which is applied to a man. There are women who are always cruel to, to, uh, to men, actually, if I can put it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and, uh, and now, Mandisa, let's talk about your journey. I mean, you were born back in 1974, right, in yes. uh, the Eastern Cape. But your life has just been meandering throughout uh, the continent. Tell us about your, your travels and how they've inspired your artistic um, abilities and capabilities. Yes. You know, my life itself has been a lesson, if I may say. Because, you know, when I grew up, when being born in the Eastern Cape, and then parents left Eastern Cape to come and work in Johannesburg, from there they got separated. My mom went to stay in Botswana. And you remember when she came to Mafikeng during those Botswana regimes, whereby it was still apartheid, if I can describe it that way. And then we went that side in Botswana. I had to learn Botswana, but I'm happy that I learned a proper Botswana that I learned. But wherever I went, <laughs> I found a group of boys. I was part of those boys. And if it was today, they would even think that I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Were you always hanging out with the boys? I was hanging out with the boys. I was a head girl looking after a kettle, you know. 
working at the fairs, sikandelin, kubunama dongo, mani, kolimbo, oji. Oh, what a beautiful upbringing. Life. Mm, mm. Yes. <laughs> and and how did that influence you? Wow. I was even riding a donkey, yeah, <laughs> with my cousins. Wow, I mean, the, even the foods you talk about, right, uh, the growing up experience, that, that is, that is uh, the life uh, that uh, was lived, right? That is the good old days. And uh, that is the life some of us still yearn today in Tlubu. You know, you talk of foods that I absolutely love, that traditional foods. And uh, we, we're losing it slowly but surely. But I'm sure through your music, you bring it back to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mandisa, there's another song of yours um, that is called COVID. Yes. Clearly, you are one artist that uh, speaks to what happens in the current day. I want to go to the song COVID. Uh, but before we do, tell us about, uh, you know, what inspired it. Yes, obviously COVID, but the message in it. Hence, I made it as a written song. I took uh, COVID-19 as uh, the pandemic, as a revolution itself. That's why I switched to reggae when I fought with this. Uh, but I was still hoping that one day things will be fine, encouraging, and also, you know, trying to describe and portray it as something bad. But it was up to us to make, to, I mean, to conquer it. Yes, indeed, up to us. So let's go to that song. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. In our conversation, uh, we are celebrating our heritage uh, since we are in Heritage Month uh, by uh, profiling an artist who's proudly South African, Mandi Sambangi. Um, uh, she is a poet, she is a musician, she is a dancer, she does beautiful beadwork, and uh, I, I, I believe that her music is speaking to everything that we are facing and uh, it is touching our hearts. And she does it proudly in Sikosa. And um, it, it, it's exciting, absolutely exciting. Mandisa, you know, I've got a message here from one of our A-teamers who's saying, good evening, Mrs. Pat and your guest. I understand your guest uh, tackles um, current affairs through music. Can she please bless us with a song addressing load shedding and blackouts soon? <laughs> I, Mandisa, I want to buy People are waiting for a song around blackouts. I will, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, ju- just off the cuff, I mean, can you give us a bit of a, what would it sound like? Especially the part where you are doing the, you know, the, the poetry in this course. Uzo teen, inje, maso tetange, nge load shedding, pants and gaya nomu ya kubegisa. Sitini we, sitini we kusale mnyameni. Ilangali apuma lichwa one machona, inyangikume, itita panjene nkwe nkwezi. Yay! Hi, man. You know, we are also excited in the studio. Uh, I'm expecting a promo on this one. Ah, we are tired, man. Hi, man. Man, this is exciting. Praven is excited. Phineas is excited. I'm excited. And I'm sure the A-teamer was asking for this one. He's also excited. No, how has, how has uh, COVID and load shedding affected you as an artist? Yo, this is Patricia. 
COVID especially has affected us a lot because, you know, and only a certain number of people were supposed to be in a certain venue. We were not supposed to have shows. We were not supposed, even if you can have something that you are invited for, you only did it, you know, online, you know. There is no excitement because it has really killed us. That's why in this album, I only did four songs just to wait first to see how is it, where is it taking us to. I'm busy working on two other songs to make it an EP album now to make them. The other one says, in the Vuznezot, Zenzamakwenkwenkwenbebubuto. So, yeah, with that COVID, yeah, 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 it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. And even this load shading, for instance, on Tuesday night, when we were in the rehearsal, it just went off when we were on rehearsal. Sure. So it's a mess. Mm. Imagine when in the sh- when you are in the show now, and mm. then it just goes off. It's a mess. It is most definitely. Look, I'm 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 hoping that uh, you know we'll get to a place where um, we have enough resources and finances to go to alternative power sources, um, um, uh, so that concerts can continue, rehearsals can continue. But on the COVID-19 side, I'm sure you have learned a lot as an artist, learned a lot of survival skills, and uh, you are now much better uh, than what you were two years ago uh, pre-COVID, because now at least all the artists are thinking outside of the box. Um, Around your performances, right, I mean, you have a performed for uh, former president Tabombeki during the opening of the National House of Traditional Leaders in Pretoria Chambers. You also yes. have performed in Brazil, in Embu City, um, and yes. it was the 10th annual Poetry Africa. Um, you know, So talk to us about your performances, both locally and internationally, and how people receive you. You know, they were so warmly welcoming especially when I was in Bongi of the former president, yeah, it was like, you know, a miracle to me because even the way I wore, if you are looking, you are just looking at my profile there, you can see that I'm putting on the skins and a jackal head, which has got even has a tail, you know, but it was fun. It was fun. It was fun even to the tourists. It was fun. And even in Brazil, where I was invited to the centenary celebration of Embu City, you know, when I was busy doing my poetry with Tosa, when I was clicking and doing what, they didn't know Tosa, those people who were there, but they were saying they have that ancestral feeling and their hair was shrinking. You know, that's what they told me. But they didn't know what I was saying. Yeah. Just that I had... A, I did some translations to Portuguese. I did them in English, and then somebody translated them to Portuguese. Now, when I did it, now when I was live on stage, they were filled, their hair were, their hairs were falling. I mean, yeah, it was like many things were happening. Like during the 10th anniversary of Africa, Poetry Africa in Deben, we were there with Bo Puti, uh, Oliver Mtukuzi was there, Prahu was there. But when we came just around the spotlight, I could hear the Sangomas doing the sound. When I was entering, mm. I could feel that, yeah, 
and I didn't know the impact that I was doing to people. Wow, yeah. wow. As, <laughs> as we were speaking about COVID, there's a question that was coming to my mind, and I thought, hey, let me leave it. But, yeah, food. There was a lot of uh, financial woes for artists, and uh, um, there was also the relief fund um, that was there for artists. Did you benefit from it? Was it easy for artists around you to access it? I, not every artist was benefiting. Some of them were just hearing about it. We tried our best to go there, but uh, there was this corners in the circle, you know. Our department, arts and culture department has got a problem. They still have a lot to learn from us, uh, to, to learn us actually what is it that is needed and, you know. Yeah, not all, not every artist was benefiting there. Some did submit the forms, some didn't even bother, some didn't get anything. Sure. Yeah, it's been quite a tough time, but I'm glad that uh, things are opening up and uh, artists are able to get up and going. So um, your your bead craft, I'm sure you make beautiful pieces. Yes, I'm, I do. I'm in your hometown in Mahigeng uh, this uh, coming weekend, right? In fact, on Friday, I'll be broadcasting a show from there. Please make sure you bring me something. Yes, I will. Ah, can't yes, wait. Yes, I do. In I even do this government logos and frame them you can if you can see it when you take a photograph you will think it's it's printed when it's been crafted wow yeah i do them okay and then i've taught some of the youth from rural and marginalized areas who were who were marginalized now yeah but from my own pocket, you know those scarce resources yes. you don't have. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm but looking forward to meeting on. you. I'll be in uh, Mahikeng this weekend, and I'm looking forward to meeting you and seeing your beautiful uh, craft and, and just engaging more with you. For our A-teamers who want to be in touch with you, follow you on social media, come to your performances, how do they do so? My cell phone number is 6 #1644063963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963963